Good morning, my friends. Uh, Skip here for another episode of The Matrix Has You. I have to tell you, uh, this episode uh, has been hard to complete. Uh, There always seems to be something that interferes after I get about five minutes into it. Don't know what that's about, but we're going to give her one more shot here. And uh, hopefully uh, we can complete this. You'll hear uh, birds singing behind me. I am sitting in my Lazy Boy in my front room at 5.30 a.m. on a Thursday, July 22nd, I believe it is. Uh, My cat is in the window, uh, and I'm watching the news. And that's usually my habit, as I get up and turn on uh, some news. Although, I have to tell you, uh, right now, it's, it's rather disheartening because we are finding ourselves in a fourth wave of the COVID virus. And I have to tell you, I I have to share with you that this past, these past two years have really proven to me that we humans do have the capacity to create our own reality or to miscreate our own reality. Uh, And I think that, uh, at least I feel, there is just a really acute notion uh, that we are capable of creating the wrong reality in our world. Uh, We see it in our climate. We see it in this virus. We see it in politics. We see it in religion. Uh, we see it in, in economics. That we have the capacity to manipulate, to uh, either create or destroy out of our thought process. And that's really what this uh, podcast is about. You know, when I say... The, the the podcast is called The Matrix Has You. And, and what I mean by that is that the false reality that we humans have created out of our own ignorance is really where we are trapped. And the reason there's so much human dissatisfaction, the reason uh, people can't accept who they are, or the reason people can't achieve their goals, or the reason people... Uh, pass through life dissatisfied or angry uh, is really because we are passing through, uh, albeit briefly, as briefly as this life is sometimes, most times, uh, you know, 85 years is not very long. Uh, We are living in a reality that has been constructed out of the misconceptions humans have about who they are. That's about as succinct as I can put it. We live in a reality that that is constructed, a reality of economics, of, of religion, of politics, that does not serve us, it does not transform us, 
because it's based out of misconceptions. It's based out of bad information. It's based in, this reality is based in a ignorance of what it really means to be human. And I will tell you that if you're listening to this and continue to listen to this, uh, I think you're doing something pretty bold. Uh, and, and, and hear me, I don't have all the answers. I'm not some guru. I'm not some spiritual master. I'm a guy who has discovered a simple truth through his experience. And that is this, that the reason we never really feel satisfied in life, the reason someone can win the lottery, win millions of dollars, and be more unhappy, the reason someone can become a celebrity and be uh, more unhappy, the reason uh, people can achieve their goals and still feel empty inside is because we live in a reality that is false. Uh, the reason there's nothing that completes us is because we are in an incomplete reality with an incomplete perception of reality. And so a lot of people just shrug their shoulders and say, well, this is what life is, oh well. Well, unfortunately, that's what's got us here. That's what's got us to the place where People will deny the obvious truth of things like vaccines or uh, you choose it, you know, choose, choose your poison that, that uh, the art of spinning reality has become uh, predominant in our world by everyone. And I've even noticed it like in, in, my children and their friends. I raise, have teenagers right now. And really this idea of being able to uh, choose your own reality is on one hand a great gift because you can choose your own identity and, and maybe you can live it out uh, to the best of your ability. However, uh, when we do that, not knowing wholly who we are collectively, not knowing who we, what it really means to be human because we have been raised in a false reality that when we go to choose a reality to live in, it is false also almost every time. Uh, so uh, let me, uh, let me give you a few examples of what I mean. Uh, a lot of people will say, if I could just do X, Y, and Z, then my life would be complete. If I could just find the right job or the right partner or the right identity. And people go out on a quest to find these things. And there's some uh, transformation that happens. There's a lot of change that happens. And then you talk to these folks, and uh, after they have... Uh, you know, worked on this journey or even completed a journey of transformation. And you will see often that there's still a sense of, of dissatisfaction or anger or uh, resentment or malaise uh, that 
even though they try to present a a facade in reality that they have changed and are transformed, if you really talk to these folks at a very deep level, you will discover um, more often than not that they are still lonely, they are still afraid, uh, they are still uh, somewhat empty, they are still searching, uh, they are still confused. The reason for that is because we are trying to change who we are in a false reality. And we have false tools to change by. We have false notions to change by. That what it means to be transformed, we really don't know collectively. Because real transformation cannot actually happen in the context of the reality that we have created for ourselves and the reality that we have collectively created for ourselves. The reason we can't change the body politic or the, the economics or uh, the spiritual life of humans or uh, you resolve things like poverty and racism is because we keep trying to do so in the context of something that is fundamentally broken and fundamentally wrong and fundamentally um, askew. That the life we're living out is being lived out in something that can't allow transformation because if it allows transformation, it does not preserve itself. This false reality, this matrix that I keep talking about, uh, this collective false self, that is our reality cannot allow people to be fully transformed because it is trying to preserve itself. It has taken on a mind of its own, if you will, or at least a life of its own. And we see that's the reason things really don't change. That's the reason we still deal with the same silly politics that we did 200 years ago in our country and always have. Because fundamentally, the systems we have created cannot allow us to change because it will destroy itself if it does so. It will, it will not exist if it does so. Uh, I was uh, a religious professional for years. I was an ordained deacon in, in a denomination. I was a pastor uh, for 20 years. And one of the constants I saw was every time, and it, it just wasn't the churches I served, it was a lot of churches, when real transformation would begin to happen, uh, that people would shut it down. They would chase off those who were promoting it. Uh, they would destroy those who were promoting it, uh, both locally and as a denomination. Uh, they like to talk about transformation and change, but when it actually happens, it's shut down because it becomes perceived as a threat. It becomes perceived as change. Uh, and it's not just a church, it can be a business. Right now I have a summer job in a factory and I, I see the same dynamic, that they keep functioning the same way, uh, and yet the employees are dissatisfied even angry at times, angry to the point of, of uh, raising their voice, of raising their blood pressure. 
And yet, this company, its ethos is about the product it creates, and therefore, nothing changes. Because if anything tries to change it, it would be viewed as a foreign attack, a foreign object. Uh, so we, we are here. Uh, we are in a reality that has become really acute lately because of the ability to transfer information uh, via social media, via the internet. We have access to, to everything. We have access to other people's minds, access to other people's perception. And, and we can see it being manipulated by algorithms, uh, by uh, other nefarious actors in the world who, even though their intent may not be evil, uh, they are trying to manipulate or change things within the broken context of this matrix. So the question is what, right? I, I want to always end with this, that I believe there are some key ways in which we can address where we are at, where we can begin to grow out of the false reality. Um, something as simple as just being kind, I think, frees us up from this false reality. Something as simple as being generous, uh, something as simple as, as, as uh, holding open a door or helping a friend, uh, helping a stranger, whatever it may be. I think really, ultimately, what's going to free us is love. I believe all the great religious thinkers, from Jesus to Buddha to Mother Teresa, they were all promoting the fact that real transformation, which will lead to us being free from the false reality, is done in love. And I leave you with that, my friends. Uh, love, I believe, is the true religion, the true spirituality of what it means to be human. And kindness is the sacrament that we practice to free ourselves from what can be what is an unloving, reality that we have created out of our misconceptions. Take care, my friends. I thank you for your time. Have a great day.